on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. TikTok's latest test helps users keep tabs on hot items. Reaching for something in the distance, so close you can almost taste it. Let the template release the jobs that you can find. <laughs> You guys, I didn't know I was going to yeah. <laughs> sing until it started. Okay, with new Google Ads templates, today's where your script begins. The rest is still unwritten. And find out what has Twitter advertisers saying, I'm with the brand it likes. All on today's show. That was, I'm not going to be able to listen There's to it. so much singing in my this episode. My voice cracked. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to listen to it. Oh my God, that made me so happy. I'm going to go over and watch the hills. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics, social media, and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. New shows every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld. AKA Shop. I'm Jess Bud. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially marketing o'clock here on July 8th, 2022. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful week in digital marketing news. Just but it's great to see you. What is going on in your world? It's good to see you too. And I'm just going to share a quick kiddo story because that's all that's going on in my world right now. I let the kid play in his room a little bit independently yesterday while I cleaned up after his bath. And I like walked by because I heard him kind of talking to himself. I'm like, I got to see what this kid's up to, right? And I go in there and he's on top of his rocking horse and he has a shopping basket on his head. And he's singing. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. He's like, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder cigarettes are bad. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to beeline across the house (laughs) to laugh because I didn't want him to hear me. He's like looking out the window, rocking on his rocking horse. And I'm like, this kid is learning from me because I recently told him that cigarettes were bad because there were some in the yard. And like, he's learning, he's retaining things, but wow, not what I expected. What a mom win. I know, I really felt good. (laughs) They are bad. Teaching the youth. That's great. Yeah. Well, I had a really fantastic long weekend ending with some of the worst 20 minutes ever in history. So I'm at my mom's house all weekend. She lives on the lake. We're all like showering in her house all weekend and she has like a glass closed in shower and the one pane is like shaking the whole time. It was so annoying. Like it was annoying to open the door. So I'm packing up my stuff to leave at the end of the day yesterday, get going in there to get my toiletries. I literally lightly touch it. The baby's 10 feet behind me on the bed and the whole pane just shatters into a zillion pieces and it was so loud and scary and I like didn't know if I stepped on it right away or what was happening and it was just pure chaos so I'm like not wearing shoes I'm like okay get the baby out of here she goes out to play with her cousins and me and Eddie are trying to take care of it like without bothering my mom even though she wants to help so we like get a shop back we had to get shovels from the sand pile for the kids to clean it up we talking tiny tiny pieces of glass yes oh no like you would not believe 
there's no way we got it all. It's a terrifying scenario. And people have to be in there barefoot. For sure. So figuring out like how to put it in a bag because it's going to break through the bag. It's chaos. All of a sudden, we're like finally in an okay place. Like we have a system down for how we're cleaning it up. All of a sudden, I hear, uh, Christine. And I go running outside because <laughs> this is my cousin Mallory, who's 10, who's like watching the baby on the deck. She's like, uh, uh. Her diaper is falling off. <laughs> There's poop <laughs> on the deck. Oh, uh. no. In the middle of everything else, she somehow learned in this moment how to take her diaper off. Oh, it wasn't just weighed down? No. She just. I mean, I don't think so. I saw her like playing with the tabs. Time so for then, underwear. not only cleaning up like dangerous shards of glass, but I'm cleaning up poop off the deck dangerous shirts of feces which was worse <laughs> i gotta say the glass <laughs> oh what an awful 20 minutes yeah. that all happened in 20 minutes yes that's horrendous mm-hmm. man greg i hope you had a better time well <clears throat> i guess speaking of bad parenting here i got another <laughs> another one my boy wakes up super early and he usually comes down stairs probably like five ten minutes before everybody else and he usually watches like baseball clips but mm-hmm. then those get done and he's like i want to watch something else like especially if there's not a lot of games on so he started watching motocross like nascar he's all in nascar <clears throat> started watching poker and i'm like <laughs> oh you know what this is a sport like we know you could actually make money from it it's a game we play poker almost every night it's like super fun he's very good at it and i'm like there can't be anything they bleep everything there's no problems with it poker is weird so we start playing poker and there's some things that make sense where he's like Oh, I got snowmen. Like you get packet eights, packet eights, right? But then other thing, because they look like snowmen. Hmm. The other things are really weird and gets to like a weird scenario where if you have packet aces, those are called packet rackets. I'm like, he's like, I got packet, and so I'm like, okay, no. this is weird. And then there's other stuff too. Like if you have the high pair, it's like you got the nuts, and he's like, I got the nuts, and I'm like, you can't. Like I know that this is like poker nomenclature but like you can't just go around can't saying say like that. you got the nuts worst part this is the worst part right so he's just repeating what he sees from this poker that's pg apparently so he gets his cards or something and then like beats everybody and he's like i had weapons of mass destruction oh no <laughs> i guess that's like, i guess that's what like double aces are he had like pocket rockets and it's like i'm like buddy you can't you say can't that at it. all you can say <gasps> chip you could say, I'm going to destroy some chips or I'm going to get <laughs> chips. But you cannot say that. And I didn't know how like inappropriate poker slang was wow. on YouTube. So and there you go. And this is like on ESPN, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's, like it's, they just air these things. You, it's I mean, edited. It's all edited too. Pocket it's like, Rocket doesn't mean anything unless you think it does, right? So it, Right. It's just weird. And when you're like, you got the nuts, this, and then it's like the WMDs. It's like, oh my yeah, gosh. Nothing more wholesome thing. than poker highlights on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Kid loves poker. Really I support nice. them with whatever they want. That's. <laughs> I'm picturing guys in like those hats. It's usually sunglasses. Oh yeah. Like sunglasses hoodies. wrap around. They don't want you to see. It's because they're all giggling because they're saying things like, oh, yeah, pocket rockets. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't want you to know that they think it's funny. That's insane. Best luck to you. (laughs) Well, we are coming off another devastating weekend here in the U.S. There was another tragic shooting in Chicago. So thoughts with everyone who was affected by that tragedy. And if you are looking for a little way to give back amidst all of this terrible chaos going around, we are trying to find a little tiny way to help. So we set up 
a special episode of Marketing O'Clock called Oops All Hack that you can access at buffalo.marketingoclock.com for a donation as little as a dollar to the Buffalo 14 Survivors Fund. You can download the episode. It's over two hours. It's got a lot of friends of the show. We're not talking about marketing, just having a lot of fun. And all of your donation is going to go to the Buffalo 514 Survivors Fund. So if you're looking for a way to do a little good, check out that episode. And getting into the news this week, Google Ads released something actually really cool and I'm not complaining about. So via (laughs) blog post, they announced today we're launching Scripps Templates, a quick and easy way to get started with scripting in Google Ads. Instead of starting your script from scratch, you can choose from a list of templates, edit to fit your account, and deploy them. So I didn't know that scripting was a verb, probably because I can't do it. I have to have (laughs) other people make them for me, but that's really cool. And I love this. So I tried it in my account. When you go to add a script with the plus button in your account, there's only six templates to choose from right now. So there's an account anomaly detector. Um, And a lot of these, they all have like a web page attached to the script where you can learn more about it. And most of them have a Google sheet associated with that kind of helps you set it up. So this one in your Google sheet, you can set like the time frame of how often it's checking it. And you can have it um, for the account anomaly detector. You can have it look at impressions, clicks, spend, cost too low, cost too high. And it'll compare like the previous period, which you have a lot of flexibility with Mm -hmm. and let you know if anything crazy is happening, which is really nice and send you an email and you can put your email address in there. Um, There is a link checker that'll let you know if any of your ad URLs are going to a page not found. There are reporting scripts. So there's an account summary and an ad performance script that you can customize for your account. Then under the tool section, there's a flexible budget one. So this one, they had an example. If you had like some promotion and you had a $500 budget for it, instead of just setting a daily budget, you could have, um, you could say $500 between these two 10 day dates and it would spend it, try to spend it evenly throughout that time. Um, So kind of niche, but cool to have. And then they have a common common negative list that looks like kind of helping you manage negative keywords across the account. So I think this is really neat. And it's even things like everything Google Ads announces that is new and cool is always like to get you to spend more. But this has a negative keyword list in it. Like I kind of love that. Um, So this is something I actually like to see. Unfortunately, there's only six for now, but this is the tip of the iceberg for scripts. The possibilities are limitless and I love just having this functionality so you can look and be like, oh, maybe I could do this instead and have someone on your team build it out if you have development help. So I thought that was a fun one. I love scripts. Are we looking to make fun of something? Yes. Since we didn't. Um, Powered by AdWords scripts? I know. Saw that. And do you think 555555555 or whatever will get you to like an actual... Google Ads rep, maybe you can help you with that. We problem. should call it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so it must be yeah. old, and now they're just having it as a template. Where maybe before they had like a library offline. I don't really understand why that would say AdWords. I mean, it's not surprising though. <laughs> Still really cool. Yeah, nitpicking at this point. Uh, next up in the news, TikTok is testing a dedicated shop tab here users will be able to browse products for sale that are direct or that are for sale directly on tiktok according to screenshots that were shared by watchful.ai there's a search bar as well as predefined categories that you can filter by including food bedding baby hobby office and more 
And just as a note, this is not fully wide yet, but it is currently being tested in Indonesia with no word from TikTok on when or if an expansion is planned, but I'm sure they are planning to grow this. The experience looks pretty robust already. Menu items include vouchers, aka coupons, a place to review your order statuses, manage payment methods, and messages. TechCrunch covered this. They were unable to confirm the purpose of that messaging piece of it, but it's probably a place where you can communicate with sellers about product details, things like that. That's cool. And based on the screenshots that they shared, we'll have them up if you're watching on video, it looks like the platform's going to offer perks. They, their example here is free shipping times five. So I don't know if you get like free five, five free orders. free orders or something like that. Seems really cool. Just the idea of perks is cool. It's a great way to get people to adopt something. Are we not talking about cat long animal plush toy? I want to talk about all of these products. It's like wish.com. <laughs> it does. It's weird. Cat long animal plush toy looks amazing. It's like the size of a human, but look right it underneath it. It looks like it. cat dog. Oh, remember cat dog? Except for the dog There's part. no dog part. Yeah. <laughs> but what are those mushrooms underneath? So this is a screenshot, so you can This scroll. is a screenshot, yeah. You couldn't scroll. But I'm just trying morals. to understand. They're what? Morals. What? Morals? Type of mushroom. Oh. They look like you'd put them in like people that have plugs, like holes in your ears. It's oh. like a mushroom cap. Or we're starting a new age creation store. I think it's a mini Bluetooth speaker. It's very weird. I don't know. A lot of these products are weird. They're dog harness, leash set, pit bull paros. <laughs> just optimizing for multiple languages there. I don't know. The nice thing is people were saying that it's a lot like the Instagram shop tab. So really refreshing to see TikTok copying a meta product for a minute. In related news, Shep QVC can sleep soundly because TikTok has reportedly dropped plans to expand its live e-commerce TikTok shop initiative in the United States, as well as Germany, France, Italy, and Spain. Apparently, there was really low adoption in the UK, which is the first market where they've tested it outside of Asia, where it is really successful. QVC was not worried, okay? I don't, they, and they didn't need to They've be. got the quality, yeah. the value, and the convenience to back up the brand. I've got an idea for a new game. Just, just spitballing here. Yeah. It's called... When's the last time you, Shep? When's the last time you ordered from QVC? <laughs> I never, I really never order. I order at Christmas time. I usually send people food. Okay. Cheese, from QVC? right? You sent so your you brother cheese. La that last Christmas. Yes. People food. Okay. Yes. I and ordered right before last Christmas for a sweater for you. From the Quacker oh, Factory. Yeah. <laughs> and I usually watch it more around the holidays too. This has like inspired me to watch it again actually because Christmas in July is coming, which is a great time oh, to watch QVC. Yeah. Christmas in July is a great time. A lot of things. Yeah. Christmas in July. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see what's happening. But live shopping's not coming here to the States, at least for now. But I'm assuming that the shopping tab probably will, right? Because if they're testing this and it, if live shopping's not working and streaming's not a thing, just let people browse on their own terms. I feel like if you want to push e-commerce, grow the shopping tab. So we'll see where the test goes. But that's it for now. All right. And next up from Twitter, they are launching branded likes a feature that lets advertisers customize twitter's like button animation for 24 hours thank goodness branded likes will appear on any organic or promoted tweets that contain the advertiser selected hashtags after an individual has liked the tweet there's an example you can see in the show notes it looks like it was a promotion for the movie scream where you hit the heart button the little screen mask came up had a knife and then turn back into like the heart thing. Does this mean they're making a scream for Halloween 2022? I think so. there's one coming out here. Okay. I also think that when Jess Bud, Jessica Lee Bud goes home, I could picture her like 
sitting down on the chair on the couch, kicking her feet up, putting a scream mask on, <laughs> and just sitting there like if if you weren't pro cigarette, just even just like smoking a stove. But I know that cigarettes are bad. How would you smoke cigarettes through your scream mask? Have you, have you seen scary hole. movie? They absolutely do. And then they go, what? <laughs> for like 20 minutes. It's so good. I can't say I've seen it. <laughs> so I feel like this one is like the little scream mask, the aka the Jessica Lee Bud mask there. All right. Um, so how does this work? You can basically, uh, it's available as an add-on to a timeline takeover offering an ad placement that ensures a brand's ad is the first to appear when someone opens twitter for the first time that day translates to lots of money to do that Um, advertisers can then select a hashtag and up to 10 translations of the hashtag for a branded like and then anytime a customer taps on the like button or organic or promoted tweet the animation will occur the animation only will occur for 24 hours in the same geography as the brand's timeline takeover so consider that all, people. Uh, and then brands across several industries, including media, entertainment, technology, communication, blah, 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 they said that it drives conversation and engagement around their biggest launches and brand moments. And also during testing, branded likes generated a positive impact, according to Twitter, when paired with Timeline Takeover, seeing a plus 277% lift in recall and plus 202% lift in purchase and consideration intent. So again, well received by customers with two and three people finding branded likes to be appealing. And according to Twitter, it's a testament to the unique opportunity branded likes creates for brands to bring additional personality to their tweets. I actually really dig this. You could see this a lot for just big spenders. I think Pepsi was one of the examples in the video. But you were even like NBA, you know, kickoff season. You can show the ball going in the hoop and the logo coming up. It's it's cool. And again, a way to help people like more things related to a hashtag. So that's always good. The only thing I, I think is a issue with is I went through and was trying to click on something that they said to. They said, you want to see how it works? Heart this tweet for a surprise. But I did it after 24 hours. So just something to remember oh, if you have something mm. that's, the animation only happens for 24 hours, which is weird. So if you say like you make a tweet go really viral and somebody sees a day and a half later, that animation won't be there. So that's the one hole I have to poke in this thing. But overall, I'm like, I dig this. This is something that you would imagine any major brand would would love to do and to try to, again, especially if you've got an event or a hashtag that could be popular. Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes from Alex Hartford slash dash tech SEO. Alex Hartford SEO on Twitter. And Alex Hartford says, (laughs) SEO checklists do more harm than good. They can provide starting points for investigation. But too many bad SEO audits are just a checklist. One reason SEO has a bad reputation. They don't teach SEOs to think and figure things out, often how the important issues are found. This is a great take. (laughs) Alex, this is a great take. And he goes on and does it in the most respectful way possible. I'm sure SEOs had lots of, of negativity around this because 
SEOs. Um, <laughs> but he goes on to say, prioritization is more nuanced than a catch-all of high or low priority or whatever. Advice given on SEO checklist sometimes are wrong and can be damaging if implemented widely, including for people with accessibility needs. And then basically wraps everything up and says, by all means, use SEO checklists, but don't use them as a means to investigate and learn more. Consider if recommendations will benefit the website. Consider how difficult the fix might be. If new to SEO, perhaps start learning about an aspect or check what you find most interesting. So I am fully there. We've seen so many audits come through on the SEO side that are literal, just spit out by a machine. Mm -hmm. And it's hot trash. Every single one of them. You're not looking at the, you're not thinking through like strategy. It's just little teeny tactics and oh, your core web vitals are under, like I'm with Alex here. Couldn't love this one more, but we have no opinions. <laughs> now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. I See Why Am I people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why my people Dario Zanoni won't be beat by the RSA change in Google Ads. He posted in our Discord community about a way to verify detailed performance performance of each RSA asset by connecting your Google Ads account to Data Studio. And before we go on, should we even say this? I'm kind of scared because Google is Ads like, is going to take it away. He has to be front runner for PPC Follow of the Year. Yeah. This is it's early. This is one of these things like we can cut this or we can leave it. If we leave this, this is like something that will change dramatically because it's going to be public knowledge. He already tweeted it. Okay. Okay. Out there. We have to give the knowledge to the people. It's not fair. I agree. It's I agree true. with you. I just want I just want it on the record. <laughs> when this goes away, it's because of Dario. Oh. And you. Or yeah, I was going to You say, said probably our me. fault. <laughs> Well, the only reason it's here is because of Dario. So at least we get it for two weeks before they take it away. I agree. So Amen. what is this this news Dario has? Okay, so he says, click conversion and cost data can all be seen in Data Studio for each asset individually. Data Studio assets are identified only by asset ID. So you need to find the corresponding. <laughs> what did you Were write you typing this for yourself? Okay, listen, people. It's a corresponding title. Title or description because... You put in screenshots from Discord and they're impossible to read. So I tried to type out the whole thing while looking you wrote at it. Total. And I wrote T O T L E. I wrote in hieroglyphics. Can I give you a disclaimer? You can just go to Discord. You have yes. access to it. Community.marketingaclock.com. Everybody can come in and get smarter. Yes. Yeah. See you there. But I love when Dario said the process is unnecessarily complex, just like typing out the Discord <laughs> captions. But I guess there is a way. I'm going to put on YouTube what you typed into here so everybody can <laughs> see this mess that you made. Finn DTH. <laughs> and then some. That's pretty crazy, though. You can actually see that information. That's, it's like going to change the world. Blessings. And yeah. then it's going to be taken away. Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts. Paid, organic, and social. First up in the paid universe this week, again from our Discord community, this time by way of Christina. She says Facebook added a new end date control that will automatically do the math for you when you set up an ad set. So she's selecting two months 
and it'll put in the end date for her when she sets it up. So that's nice. I mean, they could make a usable ad platform too, but nice little perk. Small wins. Uh-huh. Um, Blastoff Labs at Blastoff Labs says the Google Ads Elite Team. I love it. Never Air met them. Can we just? Can we just? <laughs> never, <laughs> never heard of them. We met. You know they they've now stopped smart display and smart shopping campaigns. You literally shut this down, and now, and now you're like it's the ads elite. elite. That's that's how you know it sucks. Which is honestly like elite is not a good word anymore. Like. Now, it assumes that you were like given this unfairly. Okay, they have per- pursued us to go broad match Pmax AAR, which Jess figured out was auto apply recommendations, and larger accounts. We engaged three times over a year with poor results. Now they go around us to our larger clients. Ugh. I'm looking for ideas from PPC chat how to raise visibility within Google ads on this. And then I think PPC Greg sent a GIF that said, like, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. And tag Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bad when they go to clients. They do it all the time. It's rude. <sighs> it's rude. Hate to see it. Okay, Chris Ridley. I don't know who needs to see this, but you can now download the Google ads overview card as data, as a CSV file, or as an image, as a PNG file. You know I needed to see this, Chris Ridley. It's really cool. You can literally <laughs> right-click and download that little chart. And I'm always taking screenshots, so I might still take screenshots. But this could be nice if you're having like a really good week. You just want to print it out and pin it to Jess Bud's bulletin board. <laughs> I love you. Just about as the creepiest bulletin board. It's this like all black, like hexagonal bulletin board. And up on it's like, it's like narwhal horns or some yeah. weird stuff. Like, what do you have up on there? it? I've got a little Grim Reaper satchel. It came with candy in it, but I ate the candy. Um, a little note to self, do not drink. Um, what else on our daily affirmations that I can do literally anything, which I said to Greg, literally anything but be on time for this show. Factual. <laughs> yeah. And some other tidbits. The universe will take care of everything. Some pictures of my yeah. son. It's a great bulletin board. I really some... do appreciate it. Yeah, Thank me you. too. Thank you. This would add some nice like Google ads primary colors and that ugly yellow to it. So be nice. <laughs> Print it out. <laughs> Wait, what? It has to be a really good week. Yellow is a primary color, dude. Yeah, but this is not. I was just saying specifically. This is like goldenrod. What are they? Red, yellow, blue? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so plus green. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wow. All right. Which colors do you use to make green? Red and yellow make green. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's Hip Hop Harry song. It's the orange is green I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, no, it's a Sesame Street song. They go. No, they uh, don't. No, no. Oh, they, they don't. don't. It's okay, they don't. no. No, yes, No, they, they say the right colors, but I was just singing it. They go, there are three primary colors. <laughs> green. Blue. <laughs> blue and yellow. Purple. Listen, I'm not an artist, okay? Uh. <laughs> Maybe we should put the primary colors on your thing. <laughs> That's yeah, I love or- green. The quote was, "That's the orangest green I've ever seen." Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, another hot tip from Dario Zanoni at Dario Zanoni. I like his shirt here. It's that primary color goldenrod brown. <laughs> it's such an ugly form of yellow in the Google Ads one. That's not the same. <laughs> 
sex game he's wearing with his orange. <laughs> he's wearing orange. Sorry, Dario. <laughs> Sorry, oh. It's not nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is more about creativity and art, so listen up. Just notice a labs menu in Google Ads. It seems to be an audio editor for YouTube videos to add voice. It's just so weird, you guys. To add voiceover messages with different artificial voices and languages. This was quite unexpected. I actually noticed this today and thought maybe they rebranded experiments. And then I had a meeting. And then when it came out, I saw this tweet. What? Like, so it's only in video campaigns. All you can do is add audio as far as I know. And it has to be a shorter video. Like, I think it's 140 seconds. And you can add, it's definitely easier to just like add audio on your own if you already made a video. I just don't know why you would do this. So the voice categories available are luxury male, <laughs> luxury female, what? creator male, creator female, expert male, expert female. Here's the twist. Announcer male. Wow. There there's no like one. civilian male, like nope. a non-luxury? Or, or like expert person. Female. Yeah. Okay, so, so does this mean creators are at the bottom of the the list here? No, creators are below experts above creator, luxury is above creator, and announcers above creator. No, are we looking at different things? I, no, I see luxury creator, luxury? expert, announcer. You're about to find out. So <laughs> I obviously had to just give this a test. I hate this part right here. Jessica I hate this part Lee, right buddy. here. I just can't are take you your tears. I hate this part right here. <laughs> Play it again. I hate this part right here. Jessica I hate this part Lee right buddy. here. I just can't Are take you your tears. Off. I hate this part right Love here. Love that song. Okay, so Love first of all, song. you needed a short video, so I had to find a YouTube video of a one-minute timer because I searched one-minute YouTube video. They let you edit anyone's video. Then I tried to make one that said, Jessica Lee Butter, you a goth, an expert female. And then when I tried to add announcer male with the lyrics to the Pussycat Dolls hit, I hate this part right here. It added them together. <laughs> this is a terrible tool. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's like when you mix primary colors. <laughs> There's Red a lot of primary colors in this video of the <clears throat> one minute timer too. I'm just so blessed to be your friend. <laughs> anyway, labs are here. Check it out. Spotify is expanding marquee. It's just <laughs> a Jersey Shore joke. <laughs> labs are here. That's what that was. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Like Jersey the cats are, are here. I don't know. Labs shirt. Are, it's because <laughs> everyone else gets it. T-shirt time. <laughs> I know you do laundry in the gym. <laughs> laundry in the gym. <laughs> it's pumps, push-ups, chapstick. There you go. <laughs> okay. True or false? You've met the Jersey Shore people. <laughs> True. All of them? Uh, you met Snooki, I didn't I know. meet Angelina. Nicest, oh, she's not even a real one. Nicest no. Jersey Shore person you met. Vinny. Least oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Snooki. She <gasps> was pregnant, though. She gets a free pass. Oh, she wasn't man. telling the world. But, yeah. That kind of ruined my day. Jess used to work Leave at MTV. Snooki alone. No, she's fine. That's why I'm giving her a free pass. The situation opened up a messenger bag and pulled out several devices and told me that you have to prepare for the resistance. <laughs> True story. Is he out of jail yet? Oh, he did go, didn't he? Tax evasion. Yeah, this was before that. We were doing like a fundraiser, restore the shore when there was a big hurricane. But Seems like the yeah. resistance worked against the IRS. 
Okay. <laughs> Spotify is expanding marquee, its self-serve ad buying option to 14 new markets. This doesn't probably apply to you because it's only for recording artists who have more than 15,000 streams over the last 28 days. They're able to promote new releases through this tool in 14 new markets. So if that's you, very exciting day. And Chris Ridley also said, as of today, it looks like Google Ads has added a title required field to the first three headlines and first two descriptions as RSAs, which we already knew were required, but now it actually said that. So maybe you won't hit submit. It'll save you two seconds if you know it's required. Another great day. Great feature. Okay, PPC Greg said, inbox getting blown up with erroneous ad disapprovals. Shout out to the Google Ads team for flipping on whatever it was on this Sunday before (laughs) it happened. (laughs) Seriously, so annoying. And from Chris Ridley, this was another that I typed out from Discord, so buckle in, people. Microsoft Advertising announced that they are enabling dynamic descriptions for all existing DSA campaigns. This will be the default option for creating new DSA campaigns. And this is a screenshot, but I think it's an email and it has a button where you could click here to opt out. By the way, this was Chris Ridley, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, he saw it first. Um, he put it in Discord and then I put it in like an hour after. So, so it's credit. click here to opt out. Like, I hope you can do it at the campaign level too. I mean, it's kind of weird. You can only opt out if you get this email or see this blog post. Doesn't seem right. Um, They also say, note that if you're already leveraging static headlines and DSAs, your ads will never show dynamic descriptions. Okay, another terrible one to close out paid here. Oh, no, it's not closing it out. We've got lots more. Um, From GA Benedicti at GA underscore Benedicti on Twitter, strange and bad things happening in some of our accounts. We have brand campaigns with bid strategy set to impression share equals 100%. In a max CPC, CPC of quote, lots of euros. <laughs> and in the last week's impression share is remaining to 100%, but we see a drop in impressions and clicks and revenue. He has lots of caps and exclamation points. This is not good. That is just like a puzzle in my head. I don't know how it's possible. Then he says, Google ad support reply that there are less impressions, but one, famous brands don't have a rapid decrease in impressions. And two, search console shows stable impressions and ramp up in clicks. Obviously due to problems in Google ads, any other sim- similar feedback. Well, to, to point one, that famous brands don't have a rapid decrease in impressions. Not entirely true. I've ever heard of like Papa John's. Like that one, you know. They had a, why? Because everyone stopped eating it? Different reasons. I thought that would increase the impressions though because they're all looking up like what's up with Papa. True. I'm going to yeah. be Googling it. I'm out of a loop. <laughs> okay. You don't know? No. But number two is like also, did you turn on a PMAX campaign? Like could that could that be it? Like if you saw the fact that everything dropped, your impression share for those identical keyword matching is there those still should have 100% impression share, but other additional traffic might drop even though the branded name is in there like a phrase match. That's a good fan theory. Oh, you're learning about Papa? Mm -hmm. We talked about it on the show when it happened. Better ingredients? No, we didn't talk about that. We talked about him eating 50 pizzas in 20 days or whatever. Anyone can do that. What was his quote? He ate like he said he ate like thirty pizzas in two days or something. What was what was the quote? Again, anyone can do that. All right, he said he ate forty pizzas in thirty days. 
Papa John. That's really impressive. 40 full pizzas in 30 days. And he was like sweating so hard too. I hope that helps this impression share, unlike G.A. Benedetti. So, and I hope it's not P-Max. <laughs> okay, now we have a response to Greg's article on Search Engine Land last week. So I will just kind of report and then Greg can give his feedback about identical keywords versus exact match. They are not the same thing. So Corey Kohler at Corey K Media tweeted, he shared the article and said, identical keywords. As I read this, I'm thinking, I wonder if anyone over at the big G wishes they would have just stuck with the original meaning of exact. Either way, a must read from Search Engine Land and Greg. Greg, your thoughts? <clears throat> well, there was another part I was trying to make to be the actual tweet here where somebody had, had jumped on and said, um, <clears throat> as James Saboveda from uh, at Real City, he said, we track which keywords are low search volume in all accounts. LSV, low search volume, keywords are not eligible, and then Pmax can compete for their impressions. And I thought that was a great point. I don't know why I didn't think about that for the article, is Google is saying you need to have all the identical match keywords. Google reps are saying that. And Google, the platform, is saying, well, you know what? These are low search volume. They're not eligible. So you can have the identical keyword in there. If it's not eligible because of low search volume, it can then not be there to compete against Performance Max because Performance Max is the all-inclusive and it could be coming over like we saw in the last example and may be stealing all your impressions, all your clicks, and all your revenue because by definition of low search volume, you're not going to be eligible. It's so stupid. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I mean, think of that. yeah, but it shouldn't. <laughs> My brain hurts. What's happening in organic? All right. First up in organic, grid your loins, people. Dan Schur posted on Twitter a screenshot of a new grid <laughs> product format and said, this is quite the search result page. There are up to 16 products below a single organic listing in addition to the image carousels and the desktop is infinite scroll. <clears throat> I kind of like this. We were like, while we were doing this podcast, we were the number one proponent for bringing organic shopping listings back. And if somebody, the, the example they had seemed like Dan did something for a, a drum throne, I guess that's the term for the seat. And there's 16 examples that are all organic that are being pulled in from your um, Merchant Center feed. And John Mueller responded saying, they're organic results too. This is one of the reasons it's good to dig into our e-commerce site guidance if you sell products. So make sure you've got your feed optimized, that your feed is all correct. Google seems to be playing more with bringing shopping results into the SERPs. And I'm all here for it. I'm like, great. Perfect. All right, YouTube, next up. The platform most famously known for recently removing dislikes from videos on accord of not being able to figure out a solution with technology is going to be forcing a change on creators where they will need to show their subscriber counts. Oh, so beginning July 29th, YouTube channels will no longer be able to hide subscriber counts. It Apparently, according to Google, it was an easy way for spam accounts to conceal what they really have going on in order to impersonate larger established channels. You could also hire people and come up with technology to circumvent this, come up with verification. You can come up with easy ways to strike people down. But no, now what they're going to do 
if you remember, there was that shame and embarrassment that they're putting on other people. Now everybody has to put all of their um, subscriber counts out there. One nice thing that they're doing is there's now a new box to try to increase strictness for comments for review. Um, but again, this is this is their best way to circumvent this is for the dis if you remember the dislikes, I will talk about this once a quarter. I'll talk about this once a month. I'll talk about it every day if you'd like me to. They said that they couldn't stop dislike attacks. And so they removed the dislike button. And now they're saying we can't stop spam. So we're gonna put the subscriber count on and you can see if this is a real person. This is the same company that you all that are listening are paying $50 a click for for those CRM software terms out there. They can't figure out how to stop spam on YouTube comments, and they can't figure out how to stop spam on dislikes. How does that make you feel? Bad. <laughs> I know the answer. It's bad. You should feel bad about that. Okay, anyway, next up. Um, Spotify is testing in-app podcast creation tools and the outgoing Spotify executive and anchor co-founder, Michael Mangiano, who, and we use anchor. It's a great, it's a great service, uh, noted that this will allow users to make an episode with no extra tools or hardware needed. So if you have Spotify, you will be able to go through, um, you'll get a landing screen and you can hit a record button. It seems like you can also pause it to take a break, and then you can even edit the clip on your um, on your phone there. So it's like the real life meme of Ned. What's the guy's name? Ned from Game of Thrones, the brace yourself guy. Oh, Ned Stark. I thought you meant Ned Schneebly. What? <laughs> I'm School of Rock. No. You don't know School of Rock? I was thinking Ned I know Flanders. Jack Black. No, but Ned Ned Stark. You know where he's yeah, like, yeah. brace yourself. Winter's coming. Edard. It's like brace yourself. Lots of horrific audio quality podcasts are coming. But I think it's overall a good thing. Like if you have the Spotify app, you can get started. You can start your own podcast. You can put it out to the world and then you can start refining from there. I, I love agree. it. It's overall a good thing. Even if you have to listen to some bad audio to start, it's going to get more people to start and hopefully more people to start that journey. So I'm all here for it. All right, next up from Search Engine Roundtable, Google Auto Knowledge Panel is adding a green font for hybrid and electric vehicles. So if you are a car company and you have hybrids available and now show up in green next to it, and the example in the article was for a 2022 Ford Maverick pickup truck. I didn't know these existed. Is it like a Top Gun promo? No, but you can look at it there. It's four doors. I'm, I'm like all in on this. I love small trucks. I love small trucks. Why don't you get one? So I used to drive F-150. I don't know if you knew that. That's not a small truck. I don't know truck. what that means. It's a big truck. What's a big that truck. truck across the street? Ranger? A Ranger. I like Rangers. I like Rangers. But the, the old Rangers are so much smaller than They're the cute. new Rangers. Yeah. Right? So this Maverick, I'm like, oh, you know what? I might like be in on a hybrid 37 MPG, 42 MPG highway Maverick here. It's a pretty cool truck. Hybrid pickup truck. Yeah. I'll get one. Wouldn't that be it sweet? sounds great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you just mm -hmm. put like a, and then you got to get a dog. You got to put it in the back. Is that it's safe? A, it's a rule. To put it, no, in the back seat. Oh, I meant the back of the truck. Oh. Oh. It's like what all the country songs are about. I thought you knew country. They do not talk about dogs in the back of the pickup truck. Every country song what? talks about that, Chap. Literally what one? That's not safe for the dog. They wear seatbelts and cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're safe. They like hang out in the back of the pickup truck. 
right. Yeah, they go Can't mudded. be replaced by Derek Spentley. Who's that? There you go. It's Derek Spentley. Okay. All right, next up from social media today, YouTube is testing disappearing community posts and it is expanding access to membership. The big thing here is that you can put out a post that will then expire. So people will be able to see that it is expiring and you can try to garner extra impact by saying, hey, remember we have 24 hours left. First person to subscribe and say thanks will get a shirt or something like that. Hmm. So whatever. The one thing that I thought was interesting in the video from YouTube, they said the goal is to enable more relatable and personal conversations and increase fan participation through ephemerality. I can't say that word. I've never heard it in my life. Ephemerality. Ephemerality. I can't say that. Do we need pronouncenames.com? We do. We're going to pronounce (laughs) We should do a shoot and a hack of words we can't pronounce. Yeah, that's good. Because I can't pronounce anything, as you know. Anything. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> All right. Next up in no fun police news, Google Rich Results Guidelines is now prohibiting prohib- See, I can't even do that one. It's now prohibiting weapons, recreational drugs, tobacco and vaping products, and gambling related products. So sorry, cigarettes are bad. And they will no longer show up in the search engine results pages with rich result markup. They also say this could include goods like fireworks, recreational drugs, and other products that pose acute threats of physical harm. So good luck there. Mm-hmm. All right. And from Brody Clark, the SEO down under, he said, he's got an article SEO about- SEO wonder from down under. SEO wonder from down under. Under wood. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> says, five reasons for an impression spike in a Google search console with barely any or zero clicks. If you see an impression spike and you have questions, go check it out. Also from Search Engine Roundtable, we talked about it uh, two weeks ago that Twitter started, uh, they removed the nofollow attributes to all the links. They're now back. I called it there last or two weeks ago and I was correct. Um, and from Barry Schwartz, we got a lot of news here. <laughs> Google Search Console is reporting a fraction of the links that it showed years ago. For example, from him, it dropped from 2.5 million to 550,000. That's like a humble brag, Barry. He's <laughs> like, oh, and he's listening now and he's getting mad now. It's like 2.5 million down to 500,000. But you should use all the tools. Majestic is a great one if you actually want to see the back links. And lastly here, Google has something that I don't think anybody is going to complain about whatsoever. Um, The shopping search now has a filter, if you would like to find, um, by black-owned business, women-owned business, veteran-owned business, and Latino-owned businesses. So if you are looking for any of that and would like to support it, you can now use that filterable solution within Google Shopping. That's it in organic. What's happening in social, bud? All right, first up in social this week, Facebook is launching a new creator collaborations feature, which basically means that a single post can come from multiple people. It's similar to the branded content tags that are already available for businesses. Facebook explains it as such. With this tool, a creator can invite a second creator to publish a single piece of video content together. If the second creator accepts, the post will publish on both collaborators' pages. Collaborators will share the same distribution for the content and be able to view shared insights, such as reach and engagement within Creator Studio. End quote. 
So the nugget there is this is limited to just video posts. For now, more creation options are in development. So maybe that's coming. This is handy, though, if it's applicable for you. Uh, it's a great yeah. way to boost reach for the lesser known collaborator, for sure. If you're like up and coming and you're working with someone bigger that has a lot of reach, I think it's great. Well, it's like they have something similar on Instagram for posts. It got me so many likes on this sledding pic of the baby because I did it with my husband. Is he a creator of We're just larger collaborators? <laughs> Wait, you collaborated how? He you, he like slow key gets more likes than me and like I don't get it. He puts very little effort in. You like look at wow. his wow. And he'll post the same picture of me on Mother's Day as he does on my birthday. Like what is that? A nice more photo. Likes. Just saying. <laughs> Another handy launch for creators this week. Twitter's creative is it metadata? Metadata? How you want me to uh. say this? Metadata. I know, but metadata. Sounds what better. could you say? Metadata. No, I cannot. <laughs> it's yellow and red. <laughs> it's the primary colors of green. Okay, Twitter's creative metadata tagging feature was launched. It allows partners and agencies to identify themselves as the creator of an image and/or video creatives. It's really cool. There's technical instructions if you want to get involved. Sounds nice. Um, Greg, I had a gird your loins joke for this what? because when the I word said gird your loins, you guys rolled your eyes at me. But it literally the headline. This is from Reuters. It says Meta slashes hiring plans, comma girds for fierce headwinds. And I was going to insert their loins. I was going to say all these things, but Greg already stole it. Do you even know it's a Princess Diaries reference? It's not. Oh, it's not. Sorry, How it's dare not. you? Devil wears you guys, Prada. It's, it's not. She's working. not a size the bald six. Hence, fella. Hence yeah. the orange. <laughs> The bald fella from The Devil Wears Prada. Sorry. Starring Adrian Grenier. How can Grenier. I mix up my Anne Hathaway references? <laughs> Starring <laughs> Adrian Grenier. Right? No, he's the worst part of that movie. He's, he's got to get rid of that guy. It's debatable. No, it's- Let's hear it from the audience. If you yeah. Okay, I love that movie, but if you watch it back, it's like kind of like, what is the message? Like, her friends weren't supporting her dreams, and she's just like deciding that she should pick some unsupportive- Adrian Grenier over her career. But then her career is telling her that she needs to lose weight and that's not nice. He either. wasn't even that good of a catch. He's not that good of an actor. Okay. <laughs> Why are we He's no Stanley that? Tucci, that's for sure. Yeah, the bald guy from Hunger Games. Do you know about my favorite fact about that movie? Stanley Tucci is now happily married to Emily Blunt's sister. I thought Stanley Tucci died. No. Oh, who's Emily sure? Blunt's sister? She's like something else blunt. <laughs> that makes sense, but she's probably a Tucci now. Yeah. yeah. But they like met through a movie. That's cute. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Oh, he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a cookbook. He's doing great. I'd buy that cookbook. Is the cookbook called Girl Your Loins? No, it's called the Tucci cookbook and the <laughs> Tucci table. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. He's probably really nice in real life. Anyway, kids, things are really bleak over at MetaMeta. And the tech giant is preparing for a deep economic turn down. Downturn. I put it in quotes I like and that. I said turn it down. wrong. Yeah, turn down like, like sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're reducing their hiring target for engineers by about 30%, which equates to several thousand jobs, which is a bummer. They're also being more aggressive with performance goals to weed out the dead weight, essentially. And those mm. are my words. But if you want to know Zuck's words, he said, 
realistically, there are probably a bunch of people at the company who shouldn't be here. You're not supposed to say that. You're not, right? Like Part of my hope by raising expectations and having more aggressive goals and just kind of turning up the heat a little bit is that I think some of you might decide this isn't the place for you and that self-selection is okay with me. He sounds like a monster. Sounds like a butthole. You can't <laughs> say things like that. Even if you mean it, you can't say things like that. Wow. I feel like he's like trying to... I feel like he thinks Musk has stolen some of his thunder. Oh, so he's just trying to be the next radical. Like, there's yeah. no emojis in this quote, though. I, I get it, but I feel what like he's trying mean? to be like, oh, you know what? I, we're, we're good, too. And it's like Mark Maderberg is just shooting his mouth off. Yep, he's just saying not nice things. about Like, the good people that work for you aren't going to want to hear that either. It's literally a threat trying to not sound like a threat. Speaking of wonderful things <laughs> over at Facebook. From Lawrence Chassis at L Chassis on Twitter. He says, I don't want to brag, but they said I was the first to know with four rolling laughing emojis. Instead of Facebook marketing experts, now they are the Meta Pro team. All these new names, Performance Max, Meta Pro team, what is next? The Google Ads Elite Squad. <laughs> yeah. Um, he shared some screenshots. The first one says, Hi, Larry. Clearly, they don't know. They're on a Larry basis. Yeah, wow. right? I feel like things have changed. Anyway, Larry, you're hearing this first. We are excited to announce Meta Pro Team, an expansion of a program formerly known as Facebook Marketing Experts. We've expanded our services to provide complimentary live support to help you grow your business on Facebook and Instagram. We will help you maximize your advertising and remove roadblocks so you can, colon. That's the end of the screenshot. The next screenshot, I'm assuming, is the next piece after the colon, but maybe I'm wrong. It says, unlock growth with Meta Pro Team. Meta Pro Team offers personalized guidance on demand and easy-to-use service to help resolve many of your business challenges. So they didn't really say what they do at all, but I kind of like glommed on to that live support. I feel like maybe, I know. You're too optimistic. You're shaking your head. I am optimistic, but it also could just be for Larry. They're not calling me Jessica Lee Bud, so I don't know. Anyway, maybe things will come. Maybe they won't since they're not hiring anyone new and they don't care about the people that they currently have. <clears throat> From Tube Filter, Snapchat subscription service costs only $3.99, but you'll still have to deal with ads. Yes, it is not an ad-free experience that you're paying for, but rather the ability to designate a number one BFF. What? Yes, and these are Snap's words, ready? to try out a collection of exclusive experimental and pre-release features. So you can pay $4 to find out what those are or don't because they're probably not worth it. What is wrong with all these companies? It's also called Seriously, Snapchat hire Plus. Us. Hire, hire us and we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. What You'll have a better this? avatar. I don't even use Snapchat. You have a better map avatar. It'll be gold. Glow in the dark. There you go. Glow in the dark. Yeah. I'm mobile. A couple, I, That's exciting. You're going to get experimental... Pre-release features? Who cares? I know. They said something about better support, but I feel like it's just because they're testing things out with you. No, you get exclusive filter. You get exclusive that your map looks better. You there get, you go. I Whatever. will get rid of the map first thing. Get rid of You can it get rid of the map. People know everyone's hanging out without you. It makes me feel bad. What you don't know doesn't hurt you. Don't pay for it. All right. If you pay three ninety nine, you get to show up at every other one of your friend's maps. They're like, you're there. Looks like you're there. They know you're not there. Okay, never mind. Bad idea. Don't hire us, yeah. Snapchat. You know what's a good idea? 
Apparently, Instagram has added a badge to identify new accounts, and I laughed at this at first. But the screenshot of it is a new account. There's like five posts, so it's not even two full rows in the grid. Normally, I would look at that and say, this is a bot. This isn't real. So that little new badge is actually nice. I feel like- Wait, what? Yeah. YouTube can't figure this out? Listen, we don't know. We don't know what the criteria is. We don't know if Instagram's figured it out. Seems good, though. It's great. Seems good. If you can see some jerk is commenting, pretending there's somebody else and it's new, that's great. You know, it's not actually- you know, Joe Rogan commenting on your thing. It's, you know, Joe with Shmo a- Schmogan. Shmo Schmogan. Shmo Schmogan. New. <laughs> anyway, helpful. All right. From social media today, Meta launches a new, not a new, Meta launches new legal proceedings against data scraping, helping to establish precedent around misuse. There's some company called Octopus. They're extracting data about people's Facebook friends, email address, phone number, gender, date of birth, all that. The information that users, this is information, Meta says, that users never intended to be utilized in such a way as Octopus is using it. There's also a second company Meta has launched legal action against, managed by a single operator in Turkey. They've been using automated Instagram accounts to scrape data from the profiles of over 350,000 Instagram users. So they're basically, I don't know if they're filing lawsuits or whatever, they're initiating legal proceedings and they're out there fighting the good fight to protect your data, but they are also killing everything you love about their apps. So stay tuned to my next few stories. <laughs> Instagram video posts are no more. Reels are here to say. What? They will be force-fed frog gras style or foie gras or however you say that terrible thing they do to ducks. There's a notification in the Instagram platform that says video posts are now shared as reels. Enhance your video with music, effects, and editing tools. And then there's some other stuff here that looks specific to public accounts. Maybe it's different for non-public accounts. But the point is that people have been hinting as this is happening, this is coming. Seems like it's reels or nothing if you want to post video. What about my photo dumps with one video in them? It's a reel now. It's a reel. Uh We're long today, right? Yep. Okay. So you don't have to say it. The people feel it. And I want to fast forward. I know. You can't. You cannot. And it is probably also coming to Facebook. Matt Navarra shared a screenshot from Facebook. He was posting something and it had a little notification there that says, publish your video as a reel. You can post your video as a reel by switching to our Reels Composer. Yada yada with a button that says go to Reels Composer. So not officially forcing you yet on Facebook, but we can see the writing on the Facebook wall. Remember when it was called a wall? Oh, yeah. memories. Memories. And Facebook just keeps the Frankenstein train going from the verge. Facebook groups are being revamped to look like Discord. And it seems to be just a test. I like the idea of a more organized experience. If you're into groups, you should check out the article for more details. But purple... Facebook is nothing if not the blue color, mm -hmm. so I don't know what they're doing here. They're definitely trying to be something they're not. We'll have a screenshot up if you're looking purple, purple, purple. I love purple. That's not the Facebook color. Maybe you can customize it based on your group. Yeah, maybe you can mix blue and yellow and get there. Trader Joe's meal ideas for busy moms would be Listen, orange. Some of y'all aren't even busy. Okay. Um, I don't even, do we want to talk about NFTs? We need to cover this. And the next one. Okay. So Meta is <laughs> launching a new NFT display. New options on Facebook. Just in time. Just in time. Because if you are Kevin Hart, which only one of you listening is. <laughs> Kevin Hart. 
Hey, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I just read this? This is from Forbes.com, y'all. Kevin Hart extends media omnipresence into animation, Web3, NFTs with Roku Originals deal. And then there's some pictures of Kevin Hart wearing a wizard hat and some 3D glasses. And he's got like a monkey that looks like Blippi. Well, you forgot the Facebook news. I don't care about the Facebook news. They're showing you ways that you can show your non, your digital collectibles. We're done. We should. We should have been done with this so long. Who cares? We should have, but we're bringing it back. And people should be Kevin Hart. People should be jailed. If you have enough NFTs, you should be. And you, you, you can go back through Twitter history, and you've been promoting these things. You should be in jail. Should Kevin Hart be in jail? I didn't know that he was relevant. Make an NFT of himself in a prisoner's clothing and put him in jail. I don't understand any of this. I'd, there's like a 30-minute animated comedy special coming to Roku, non-fungible tokens, a.k.a. NFTs, based on unique images of him, will launch on July 7th. If you're listening, that's already happened. You, you have to be so into yourself to do that. He looks pretty good. He does look pretty good. I don't under, can I read the sentence? The company has also carved out a place on the blockchain's favorite communications medium, Discord, where they can get an invitation to the new ventures. Fans can join the conversation on Discord to get an invitation. I don't know what and when I opened this article, I got a display ad about Jesus being having anxiety, and I just don't understand what any of it means. I mean, if I was Jesus, I would have anxiety too. It's rough life out there. And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. Working hard for me this week is the Chrome profile sync when you log in. I forgot my laptop charger over the last weekend and it was just a savior when I had to take care of a couple of things and could log in on my mom's computer and all my bookmarks and everything were right there. So thank you, Chrome. And for me, SEOs, cover your ears, earmuffs. GA4 audience creation is awesome. I was making a bunch of new audiences, bringing them into Google Ads, just getting them populating. The fact that you can hook on any event, it's so much more robust than UA, the way that you can create these audiences. I'm here for it, and I've been working on just starting to get that trans transition of any UA audiences going to Google Ads to GA4, and it is a lifesaver if you have it set up the right way. Love it. Jessica Lee. Hmm. Working hard for me? Short weeks. We had a holiday here in the States. Monday was off. You would think, oh, I can get so much less done in a four-day week. No, let that motivate you. I was so productive yesterday because I knew that I only had four days to get five days worth of work done, and I'm trying to carry on the trend. So don't let a holiday slow you down. Yeah. I know some people are just like in holiday mode all week when it's a short week. Like, be the change you wish to see. Counterpoint, two short weeks in a row for me. My brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> That's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool lets you make a request and get a suggestion. It's term suggests from Joe Hall, and trust me, you want this in your keyword research tool belt. You simply pop in a query 
And using Google's Query Suggest API, the tool will grab popular related terms in really useful ways. So on top of a basic list of related phrases, the tool will also grab popular queries using a question, propositions, and modifiers from A to Z. So I played with this with Sons of Anarchy. So you like top, pop that in as your query, and then it'll be like Sons of Anarchy plus words that start with A. So actors, agent stall, able, etc. And it goes all the way through the entire alphabet. As you can imagine, there's tons of results. You can add specific terms of interest to a list then and export it. There's no search volume or other metrics that you might be used to seeing with keyword research tools, but you can get those elsewhere. Just use your exported list. I feel like this could help with episode titles. It actually, Shep, that is a great idea. And you can even click on the phrase that you're interested in and go right to the Google search results. You can see what else is already ranking for that term. So maybe you want to pick a different title, something like that. It's a great place to start for content research or if you just want to wormhole into your favorite topic. Again, that's Term Suggest. We'll have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from the one, the only BFF of the year 2019, Glenn Gabe over on G Squared Interactive, gsqi.com. Glenn has a fantastic blog there. It's about the amazing search experiments and the new SERP features in Google Land, the 2022 edition. This is a take. He was invited to the Google SEO meetup by Daniel Wassenberg, and we're in Google New York City headquarters. And basically, he talks about what he presented there. And I, I think he was in between Daniel and Lily Ray or something like that, if I recall. But Glenn covers multi-source featured snippets, journeys in Chrome, discovers more recommendations, Google's Explore Wonderland, the grid treatment, grid lines, things to know, short videos versus visual stories, the versatile right side panel, ad label tests, everything that he presented at Google NYC, you can get only at gsqi.com. Glenn Gabe, G Squared Interactive. Don't miss it. Check it out. Thank you, Glenn. And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Greg, what is your song this week? All right, I'm going a little bit chill here, and I'm going with you input the vowels as needed. It's S-T-R-F-K-R. Mm. And the name of the song is Golden Light. Disturbed. I was listening. Not disturbed. Different band. (laughs) I was listening to a gem of a playlist curated by Spotify today called Neon Cowgirl, of which I was sparked joy by the song She's in Love with the Boy by Trisha Yearwood, which is so cringy in the lyrics, but it makes me happy. So that's my choice. You know what makes me happy? God smack. And my choice this week is, Greg, you might like this one. It's a little bit filter-esque. It's new school God smack. It's called Generation Day. Highly Can I recommend. just make a note that this is the first time on planet Earth that anybody said it's new school God smack. <laughs> just for the record, people, that sentence was uttered by one Jessica Lee Bud. Okay. I don't know, gobsmack. <laughs> All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. 
Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we cover. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the Hack. And Jessica Lee Bud has a game for us today. I do. It's no one's favorite game. It is called The Last Thing You... Dot, dot, dot. I'm just going to give a topic and we're going to rapid fire the last thing that you... So for starters, the last thing you assembled, non-food. For me, it was a little Hot Wheels toy with like a ramp and a bus depot. Okay, the first thing that comes to mind, somebody gave me a bubble wand at my brother's wedding and I thought it would be a nice distraction for the lady at the reception and like fun party starter. So I tried to put the batteries in it, but I couldn't find a tool. So I ended up using a butter knife. But then it was a really weak, weak bubble wand anyway. That's a bummer. Yeah, the bubbles just like floated to the ground. I'm impressed that you had batteries with you. No, they came with it, but they oh. weren't in the gun. Like, mm. All right. Great. Okay. So for me, I put together like a full-size metal locker for my kids. They have all this sporting equipment. I've got this like hall tree where they're supposed to keep things nice. They just can't. So I'm like, you know what? We're getting a locker. You're putting all your stuff in there. Throw your gloves in there. Throw your bets. Put everything in there. There you go. And it was a lot of work. It was like 60 different rivets that I had to put through. Does it have a lock on it? Not currently, but it does have, it's like legit. I'll take a picture of it and we can put it up. But it's like a school locker. School locker. Full yep. size, tall. Yep. And it's uh, two, two, uh, two lockers within one unit. That's Where are you fun. keeping this thing? Next Garage. to the It doesn't look great, but it's like at least you can get your stuff off the floor and put stuff away, kids. <sighs> Bless you, dad. Um, easy one. Last thing you ate. Pub mix, which I eat. I would never do a bite with all of the pieces of the pub, pub mix. It's like one category at a time. Yeah, that's that's weird. Okay. And I, I eat weird. I had a microwaved uh, Mr. Tortilla, two grams of net carbs, quesadilla with spicy cheese, doused probably as much hot sauce as there was tortilla in there. Would you attest to that, Jess? Yeah, I've never seen so much hot sauce in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's it great though. Mr. Tortilla. Check yeah, it out. Delicious. Love that. What about you? Oh, am I playing too? Um, what was the last thing I ate? The Cheez-Its Snapped. Snap apostrophe D, the sour cream and onion flavor. Delicious. Uh, last thing you Googled, binged or duck duck goad. Oh my gosh. Should I look on my phone? I feel like my yeah, phone look on your be phone. more fun. Get the receipts. Mine was oh. the lyrics to If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies. Who is like Belle? <laughs> Oh, I love Lake Bell. I, I knew her face once I looked her up. She's dating Chris Rock, apparently. Is she? She was great on Surface. That was my favorite um, NBC show, and they canceled it. And at the end, they were just like stuck on the top of a building, and there was a flood. All right. I Google, I, Google, I, I kid you not, digital marketing podcast, because I saw a tweet from Azeem <laughs> saying he made it on the listing for digital marketing podcast. Oh, congrats. And I wanted to give him a congrats, but then we started the show. But literally a few minutes ago, digital marketing podcast. You can now see Azeem thing. Digital from the Azeem Digital Ass Podcast. Love that. All right. Um, the last thing you ruined. Oh, I just looked at Shep like she'd want to go first. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing I ruined. Um, my nails. I'm picking the nail polish off. It's oh. a good time. 
I didn't notice till you pointed it out. Good job. That's why I never paint them. <laughs> Shep took my answer of everything, <laughs> um, of ruining everything. But I was, we made jelly with the kids from raspberries that we picked. Mm. And I was wearing white shorts and I was putting the jelly together and I got jelly on the white shorts. And I'm sure that those are ruined. So that's probably the last thing I did. I uh, I ruined my desk chair. There's like sticky tar on it because I was out in the um, parking lot last week and it was really really hot and I just my foot was suddenly stuck to like the stuff that you fill the cracks with. That it was got, me. That was you. I love that stuff. You like push on it, squishy, but it got stuck to my shoe and then I sat cross-legged in my desk chair and now it's stuck in my desk chair. But not on your pants. No, it's on my foot though. I can't wash it off. <laughs> it's been like Greg. four days. So Greg ruined your pants really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we got time for a couple more. The last thing that you got in a fight over in our oh argument. Oh my god! Everything with my <laughs> sisters. <laughs> um, my sister Kathleen just like makes me late for everything. The other day, I told her I was like, "It really hurts my feelings that you haven't bought these shorts that I bought." <laughs> You wanted to buy the same shirt? I just thought she would like them so much that she would buy them from Amazon. They were $24 and I kept bringing it up. And she won't buy them. Wow. So I guess she hates them. Thinks I have bad style. They're probably cute. She just doesn't know. Did you get in any arguments recently, Greg? <laughs> yeah, with my kids. We're reading Harry Potter. I started reading the book. Mm. I couldn't make it through chapter one. The boy just, his head just kept nodding off and he just kept like going to bed. And I'm like, you're tired. We have to stop this. And he has a phrase whenever we say you're tired. And they just chant it together. And I'm like, not tired at all. <laughs> not tired at all. So every night I get in an uh, argument to be like, hey, you need to go to bed. And I won. Shut the book down. Didn't even make it through the first chapter. And then went right to bed. That's fair. I don't have a good answer for this one. I feel like I'm constantly fighting with my child. He just like says things that are inherently wrong. Can't think of a good example, but he'll be like, this is like salad. I'm like, no, it's cheese. And I'm like, it's salad. Like th he didn't actually do that, but those are the fights that I a get. A salad in. can be cheese. A cheese salad. Yeah. yeah. He's just like really he gets stuck some on basil, things. some balsamic, tomato. Oh, a ca caprice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Last thing that scared you. <sighs> Everything. Looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. Um. I'm watching Stranger Things. It's pretty spooky. There's like, this is a scary season. It's like 80s horror movie and people like go in the air and like break their arms and stuff and people jump out. Ooh. It's scary. Yeah. Love that. And then I go to bed. It's not good. I, I'm trying to think of the last thing that scared me. Do no. you want me to go? Um, last thing that scared me, the other night I woke up at like 3 a.m. because my cats were fighting and it was really loud. And so I thought, I'm going to go check on my son and see if he woke up from that because we recently got rid of baby monitors. I go into his room, it's pitch black, nightlight turns off after midnight. I, I felt his bed to tuck him in, he was not in his bed. And I immediately was like, somebody stole him, he's gone, like panic attack. And then I regained myself, I said, he's actually fine, I'm sure he's here somewhere. I turned on the light, he's in the middle of the floor, I don't know how I didn't trip over yeah, him. Yeah, what if he stepped on it? I did not, I don't, but he was fast asleep in the middle of the floor, none of this woke him up. But I was really, for a minute, really, not a minute, for about 10 seconds I was really, really scared, but obviously logic took hold okay i've got mine <clears throat> i was clearing out this this patch of like prickers and not like all this bush it was huge and it took like hours and hours this weekend and i was cutting it all down with the weed whacker and a bush trimmer and everything like that and there were like raspberries in here and so they're very prick prickery <laughs> but i'm just like going along and i'm stepping on all the stuff and like 
one of them flung up and I thought it was a snake. We like sunk into my ankle, Ooh. the pricker, and I thought I got bit really bad. So I was scared then because I like thought a snake bit me and I was gonna have to figure out how to get a snake off of me. But it was just a pricker. I'm happy for you. <laughs> All right, last thing here. Greg's answers are just so different. Than <laughs> I know. He just lives a different life. Last one here. Um, the last thing you watched. Um, Journey into Imagineering on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> that sounds intelligent of you. That's like Imagineers, like the engineers for Disney? Right? Yeah, but it's mostly like the people who make the rides. I watch it as I fall asleep every night lately. Wow. I go through phases. Before that, it was the Royal House of Windsor. How about you, Jess? Usually a Sons of Anarchy lady, but I fell asleep before everyone in the house yesterday. So what? the last thing I know, the last thing that I saw, which my son insisted on, was some weird policeman, policeman, where are you? Like definitely not in English, but dubbed in English song. And kids are playing with knives and handcuffs. And What are you doing? <laughs> no wonder a kid thinks you say all this shoes. <laughs> so that was me. <laughs> Greg? And this is an all-timer. I swear to God, this is the last thing I watched. On Netflix, a documentary series called Pirate Gold of Adak Island. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Alaskan island where apparently this pirate came with these jars of gold. And it's it was it's very, very close. It's closer to Japan than it is mainland USA. So there was a lot of military presence, like naval presence. In I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like Netflix recommended it for me. It is the worst show you've ever seen. Worse than Oak Island? Sounds a lot like Oak Island. It is the worst show you've ever seen. But it's so fascinating that there were like, there's like thousands of these houses. And when the people pulled out the military presence, like now there's 45 people left. And everything is going to ruins. It is so weird. It is like so bad that I can't stop watching how bad it is. They don't find anything. I mean, they're not going to. They're idiots. All these people on here. But it's just so stupid. And I don't know why. I'm like, I'm going to watch. I'm like two episodes into this. What is the title of that again? Pirate Gold of Adak <laughs> Island on Netflix. Okay. I think like I would watch reading. it. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Well, policeman, policeman, where are you? <laughs> We'll see you next week. I'll tell you what, they're not on ADAC Island. <laughs> Nobody's there. <laughs> Bye.